Hey there, Rand Northam, communications manager for the town of Chapel Hill, back with you for episode six of Town Talk, the podcast. Vanessa Sanders is a parking enforcement officer for the town of Chapel Hill. She's a Chapel Hill native and has seen Chapel Hill change over the years. While she spent a little bit of time outside of Chapel Hill, we're glad that fate brought her back. It was so great getting to know Vanessa more, and I certainly hope that you enjoy our conversation. This is Vanessa Sanders on Town Talk, the podcast. Where did Vanessa Sanders grow up? I grew up here, born and raised in Chapel Hill. Um, been here pretty much all my life. I left after about two years after high school and I moved to Georgia. So I was down there for about, mm, about four or five years. Okay. Then my mom took ill and I moved back here. And where um, in Chapel Hill was your house? Where? Well, I grew up on Robinson Street, which is across from Hargraves yeah. and Merritt Mill Road, across from um, with St. Paul's Church. So okay. that's where my grandma's house was. Yeah. So um, now my parents, um, my mom, she grew up in a place called Tin Top. Okay. So Tin Top is um, across from, well, you know, the, the Carolina car wash mm-hmm. on the corner in Carborough, yeah. it's that road down there. So okay. that's where my, my mom grew up, right. in a place called Tintop. Um, so just my childhood, it was it was really carefree. Um, you know, I remember things like when my grandma taking me to get our medicine mm. from Big John, and he was on West Franklin Street, and that's, he was right across from, if I can remember, I hope I'm correct, I think it's Chapel Hill, Brewery, the the beer shop. Carolina Brewery? Carolina Brewery, uh-huh. yeah. So he was like right there beside them. So yeah. as a little girl, that's where my grandma would go take us to get Madison. Um, and we walked down Franklin. We had, um, I remember going to the grocery store, which was Filers at the time, mm-hmm. which is where the Purple Bowl is now. Okay. So yeah. that was the grocery store that we went to. And yeah. then we coming on up where across from Panera Bread was the phone bill place, mm-hmm. Southern Bell. Mm-hmm. And I remember Belk was okay. there on that corner. Wow. So, um, and I remember dirt roads um, and... Uh, it, it was nice. It was like I said, I had like a it was a carefree childhood. We yeah. ran pretty much anywhere. We walked. Um, we played at Essex Hills in the creek a mm-hmm. lot, mm-hmm. Um, catching crayfish and, and and just having a good time. So yeah. it was fun. I had a good fun childhood. You have any brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have one brother. He's older, and I have a younger sister. So I'm in the middle. <laughs> so we all two years apart. Um, and I went to Essex Hills, elementary, me and my sister did too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my brother went to Carborough. Okay. I thought, yeah. So, yeah, and we all went to Chapel Hill High. Mm-hmm. Graduated, I graduated in 84. <laughs> my brother graduated, I think, in 82. My sister graduated in 88. So, yeah. So. Yeah. So, take me back to Franklin Street. You said, I mean, you know, now obviously it's incredibly different. Yes. Um, but what was, what, you told me about some of the places. Um, was it, you know, just one lane in each direction then? And how, how, what did it look like there? If you could take us back, what, what would we see on Franklin Street when you were growing as up? As far as I can remember, um, I can't say the lanes. I don't remember mm-hmm. many, you know, like cars yeah. going back and forth. And it might have been one lane. Mm-hmm. But um, we, like I said, we walked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, when we rode in a vehicle, it was like leaving here, going to Durham, um, to buy furniture or something. But I do remember the streets, you know, where the meters, the lines are, it was different. It was like slanted lines. Right, And right. I remember a dirt road. Yeah. So um, 
But as far as a lot of traffic, I don't remember a lot of traffic. Yeah. But um, just the things that was there um, is no longer there, of course. Mm-hmm. It's, it done changed a lot. And it kind of, even with the neighborhood neighborhoods, but it kind of, it's my home, but the feel of homey light kind of yeah. left me a little bit because mm-hmm. everything is just, just changed. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It was just, it was, like I said, it was fun, but it was, mm-hmm. oh, the dairy bar, which was the ice cream. They made their, mm-hmm. there was fresh milk ice cream. That was the dairy bar. That was on, uh, was the corner of Church and West Franklin. Mm-hmm. So across from First Baptist Church. Okay. So, well, not across, but uh, across from, um, let's say choppy attire mm-hmm. right down the corner so yeah. that was the dairy bar you could smell the milk uh-huh. i remember getting out of school or nursing school and i could smell the milk you know coming up my mom used to work there and i remember the seats when you sit in it was like round seats yeah. and go in fresh ice cream fresh uh-huh. milk um i remember that oh and i did go to uh hargraves daycare so okay. I went to daycare. Yeah. That's when we lived at Robinson Street. And Hargraves is still there now. Right. So I went there as a as a little kid. I think I might have been like three, four years old. So yeah. I went to that. So, um, it, it it like I said, it was nice. I remember always jumping in the pool. You know, yeah. and I remember we had to pay like I think a quarter maybe mm. to you know, get into the pool mm-hmm. or, you know. And is that Hargraves? Yes, yeah, that yeah. Hargraves uh-huh. still there now. But right. we would just, when I was so short, I used to run through and um, <laughs> they were like, just let her go. You know, I ain't having no quarter, but I love water. And uh, they was just let her go. We had snacks in the back. Mm-hmm. I remember that, you know, doing the pool because you had the people out in the pool give you your uh, basket mm-hmm. where you change your clothes and put your shoes in. They yeah. had a basket put in. You could go and change your clothes to the bathing suit and go out. And uh, we had snacks that we can purchase. But like I said, it, w- it was fun. It was just a whole totally different, you know. Mm-hmm. And in the era that I grew up in, it was, I don't know, I think everybody was kind of carefree. Everybody mm-hmm. was really close. Mm-hmm. Um, food was just, I always been a foodie. My grandma's food would just light up uh, Merit Mill mm-hmm. because we had like Kentucky Fried Chicken in Carborough where now it's the wing place. Okay. And it yeah. used to be a treat for us. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it every day. We didn't get it every week. So when we got the red and, and, and white striped box, right. we knew we was getting a treat. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. And then they had like clubs around the corner where I think Midway is now. That was there. Um, as it, I remember that. And then it was a club uh, beside that at night. And then on uh, Graham Street, uh, North Graham, that's where we went to do our laundry. So mm-hmm. it was a laundromat, and it was a pool room, yeah. you know, where you go shoot pool. Uh-huh. And, of course, Mr. Weaver, Bynum Weaver, his funeral home is still there. Well, it's not his name, but the funeral home that's there, it was still there as a kid. Wow. Then I remember um, Mama Dips, because she lived beside us on, on Redmond Road, my grandma, but mm-hmm. Mr. Bill Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So I remember that, going to get mm-hmm. chuck wagons um, coming up, and all of that was on that strip. So, right. And wow. we had where, what's the name of the restaurant with the pig? On the top, on the corner, Merck Mill. Uh, Crook's Corner. Crook's Corner. Before yeah. that was there, it was a place, Mr. Blackburn. Okay. And we would go there to get soda pops, mm-hmm. get nabs, um, candy. Yeah. So he was, uh, you know, on the corner. So that, and my grandma's house was right behind his. Mm-hmm. So that area, that's where I pretty much stayed between yeah. there and Tin Top. Right. And then Hargraves. Okay. So that's where I pretty much grew up at. Hargraves, I, I love... Um, you know, hearing more stories, and it seems like every year 
a little bit more comes out about Hargraves. Yeah. I know Parks and Recreation did a video about it uh, recently. I think that's um, that's one of the uh, it's one of the gems of Chapel yes, Hill. Yes, it is. And yeah. I, I love this, the history of that building yeah. and so many people have come through. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. came yeah, through that building. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. Yeah. So I'm so glad it's, it's, it, a, it's still a fixture of this community. It is. And it's, it's memories. And that's where we went mm-hmm. and played ball. Yeah. We played softball. Right. You know, even the adults that, you know, had the teams. And I remember that. And mm-hmm. that was just our haven of where we gathered. Right. And we played and we enjoyed each other. And yeah. we... we ate food and you know we just had different events i mean it was really nice and like i said along with the the swimming and they had activities for us um so it was hog raise was it was it for us you know so that's where we went i was i go to so um and it means a lot and it's still special because i have they have a picture um i'm hoping it's still on the lincoln center Mm -hmm. with my class standing in front of when i was at the uh they get standing in front of you know hargraves uh, and it's in black and white, yeah. and I've been wanting it, but I don't know if they let me get a copy, yeah. but I've been wanting it. I don't know if it's still there, but it was there for some years. So um, We'll see if we can go track that yeah, down. Yeah, it's in black and <laughs> I'm in the front. Let's go. I'm like, look at me. But, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a lot of great memories, you know. Yeah. And then everybody that we, we grew up together and, you know, went to elementary and then mm-hmm. went to the middle schools um, and then high school. Yeah. So, you know, we just community you know and we had who we had so i loved it so it was like so so you left uh you went to georgia for a little bit yeah Um, i did after i went to high school mm -hmm. i mean after i graduated from high school so and i because to be honest it was nothing here for me Mm -hmm. and i just felt you know i used to tell my mom i said mom i just don't feel like it's anything here for me and in reality to be honest it wasn't yeah because once you if you didn't work at the university or per se if you didn't work for the city Mm -hmm. you know or you 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 know you can go off and go to school, mm-hmm. but the opportunities, you know, for me it just I didn't feel like it was here. Right. So I felt like I needed to leave home. Sometimes you leave home, you branch out and you do better. And That's I right. did good, yeah. um, but I went off to school. I wanted to. I went to Albany, Georgia first because I wanted to go. It was a trade school because I wanted to be a carpenter like my dad. So. I stayed there for about six months. I was mm-hmm. homesick. Mm-hmm. Never left home. But I met great friends, yeah. um, did get some skills, you know, but um, I ended up coming back. And I was young because I'm like trying to find my way. And I came back and worked a little bit at time out and, and mm-hmm. I still wasn't satisfied. So I, when I met friends there, they had moved to Georgia. And then the program that I was in, they called me back to come to be a resident advisor uh-huh. at a dorm yeah. in Atlanta. So it was all girl dorm, of course. Left out again, you know, I'm still shy, believe it or not, shy girl. <laughs> uh, didn't talk a lot, but, you know, I worked. And so I stayed there about, about a couple of months. Still, mm-hmm. I just didn't, you know, I was kind of nervous because I was by myself. Yeah. But anyway, I ended up, again, coming back home, and they ended up calling me back. And i never forget I was on Trailways, the bus, mm-hmm. back then. <clears throat> and I was riding through, and I looked up, and it was at night, and I was in Atlanta, and I've never seen a city mm-hmm. that beautiful at night, and yeah. it, it was lit up. And I'll never forget, I looked up, yeah. and I said, I'm going to live here one day. Mm. Then next year, I was living there. Wow. So that's when I know when I started speaking out in the universe, mm-hmm. it, you know, yeah. I started realizing what you speak can come to pass. Yeah. So when I moved there, to be honest, that was really uh, the some of the best years of my life because mm. I grew up, I learned, 
I was around my culture mm -hmm. and I could understand and I was taught. Mm -hmm. um, I met a lot of great people. I met people that were entrepreneurs yeah. that, you know, and I didn't see here. Basically, you know, I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, you can do that. You can be anything you want to be. Mm -hmm. So it was a positive place for me. Yeah. And I really thrived when I was there. So, you know, I was doing security and um, one thing led to another. I was blessed to um, come work for this couple on my own mm -hmm. and then from there to uh, start my own business, but which was great, but I did it, it didn't go full-fledged because my mom got sick. Mm -hmm. So I ended up coming back here. Yeah. And so when I got back here, uh, it kind of changed my perspective because I was like, focused in on her yeah. and so my dreams kind of I let them kind of die down and yeah. so I've been back here in my home ever since yeah. and so that was in and know my dad died in 93 so yeah I came back that that year and then my mom she passed in 2000 still thinking you know I was going back most of my mm. friends were like come back you you need to come here yeah. but then I became an instant mom um, raising my cousin and she lost her mom, which is my mom's younger sister, so like mm. a couple of months apart. So I ended up becoming a single parent. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid because I'm by myself. I got this child. What am I going to do? Yeah. So, and at the same time, I, and I got this job in 96. Okay. I didn't think to, I was going to be here yeah. this long. It's a job. Yeah. But um, those years... I can just say that's why I say I'm so grateful for the town because um, it really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't because I'm not thinking of, you know, long term. I'm young. You know, yeah. I'm here. I'm just getting this job. But um, when that happened, it, it just it just. Oh, no, I got settled and I kind of kept it safe, mm -hmm. you know, for mm -hmm. me to just just stay here. And, and I got this job. Yeah. And, and what was that job in 96? What was the position you... Here? Yeah, for the Park, town. Parking enforcement officer. Parking enforcement. Yes, See? November the 4th. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. I've been here that long. Yeah. And I hadn't... It wasn't in my plan. Right. But I got comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't have many opportunities. Now, I went to school. I didn't finish college. I went mm -hmm. to Durham Tech, but I didn't finish. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like bouncing all over because I guess I tried to... I figure I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. First, it was early childhood. Mm -hmm. Then I decided mm -hmm. I want to do criminal justice. Yeah. Then I decided I want to go to the service. So, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have, you know, someone to say, well, this is what you do. I do regret that I didn't get into the service, but sometimes you have to have somebody to really push you. And I was mm -hmm. really by myself, you yeah. know, doing what I'm, you know, trying to find my way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I got this job in, in 1996, and like I said, I had no plans of being here this long yeah. but and I don't regret it but because I said the town has really been good to me and I'm very proud of myself I'm mm -hmm. very proud of what I do mm -hmm. um, and I'm very I'm proud because I'm in my home mm -hmm. town born and raised and I'm making a difference whether absolutely you know the customer like it or not <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I got to do that to do but yeah. and, I, and I'm proud yeah. and I'm and I'm very grateful very yeah. grateful well, and you should be. I mean, this is, uh, and this is exactly what we want to to tell our community members, yeah. our, our our fellow employees about too, is that, um, you know, it's easy to look at the town and and not necessarily see the people who provide the services. Right. And you're right. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's 
we're all pieces of a puzzle yes. to make this town run, mm. and you are a, a valuable piece of that puzzle um, to do it. And so, um, what areas do you cover when you're looking? I mean, are you going all over town and checking all of the on street and parking lots and, and everywhere? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so that's our duty. So we do all over Chapel Hill. We do the residential areas. Mm -hmm. Of course, we do the meters, which are stationary downtown in the lots. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and we enforce the ordinance of, you know, uh, bike lanes, fire hydrants, mm -hmm. handicap zones, mm -hmm. and um, as well as, you know, events, special events. Right. So a lot of people think we just, you know, do meters and we meter maids. We're not meter maids. We're yeah. parking enforcement officers. Mm -hmm. So we enforce the ordinance of the city of Chapel Hill. And, um, you know, and also just PR, you know, helping and, and, mm -hmm. and being, um, you know, advocates for people coming into the town That's right. to, you know, show them around, you know, um, giving them information that they need. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> it, it, it's, it's parking. When the COVID came, mm -hmm. we did a little homework. I did a little homework because we was at home and I wanted to know where parking started from. Mm -hmm. So and I'm, I don't even want to quote the year, but. Parking came along, uh, God, I wish I did, but quote here, but it came along to, you know, of course, put, I want to say put order into trafficking yeah. to, and, and then of course it, it generates uh, money for mm -hmm. the city. Right. Um, and I, I can honestly say what I read, it, everyone wasn't included because of, you know, if you made, a certain amount of money or if you I can't say qualified but if you they didn't include the 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 lower class just put it that way to gotcha. come and park mm -hmm. because the why they didn't make the money right to they couldn't afford to come and put a dime or a nickel in mm -hmm. so they wasn't included so I didn't know that mm -hmm. so and I was like wow so it explains a lot too yeah. why some of us have issues with paying to park mm -hmm. because they was they wasn't raised to come downtown and learn you know to to come in you have to pay to park right. so it wasn't in their budget just put it that sure. way so it because it wasn't included yeah. but um it's it's a it's a lucrative business mm -hmm. um I found out it serves its purpose and mm -hmm. we need it you yeah. know because we keep you know cars in and out you got to keep rotation we have order mm -hmm. um and, and it's necessary yeah and it, we, we have grown so big oh my god so many people don't moved here from mm -hmm. all over states and so and, and we need parking yeah. you know and i understand it better mm -hmm. um because you know even my mind even before i got a hold they just want money just no you know we have to have it yeah so everything works together mm -hmm. um and, you know, and I learned even when I'm traveling or if I go somewhere, it's the first thing I look at, you know, the parking, right. you know, signs, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and it's fun. But you, it's a lot of uh, avenues in parking that um, I learned about as well. Yeah. So a lot of people thinking think of downtown parking as on street parking downtown. I know we've got a lot of lots around, mm -hmm. too. Would you say that there's some underutilized spots, like there's some lots that we have that, you know, you barely see any any parking, or, or are they pretty well spaced out and pretty well full now at they different are. times? Yeah? Now they are. Okay. It used to be, but now, like on the West End, mm -hmm. 
it wasn't as full as it is now. So yeah. in the lots, we have more lots and we building, you know, another deck. Right. We, you know, like I said, more people coming. So we need. So I think everything is filled up pretty much. Gotcha. You know, and they're utilizing spaces and they're creating spaces as well. You mm-hmm. know, even businesses, you know, have like, you know, like Chappie Tire Company bought the space on, on um, Graham Street. Right. So that lot, you mm-hmm. know, I think was the imports was there. So mm-hmm. to create, you know, more parking. So, right. yeah, I mean, it has really, really grown. Yeah. And it's and I'm, I'm really excited about the project for our new deck that's coming. Mm-hmm. State of the art. But it, it's it's grown. So yeah. and I understand it. And yeah. like, wow. And so, you mentioned a really important piece, too. You know, you hear parking enforcement officer in that title. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. You're enforcing the parking. But. The downtown ambassador program, which was a, a, a true program a few years ago, but I think that's still such an. I, I, how many people do you would you say on, on an average basis, you know, come up to you and say, "I can't find so and so," or "I'm looking for this," or you know, do you get a lot of that interaction? Not, not as much. Okay. You know, it, it has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Really, it's really gotten better. Um, but yeah, we had the ambassadors, but it, like I said. It, Chapel Hill is not that big. You really <laughs> sure, can't get lost. I mean, it's not right. like you're in a big old city. Like, whoa. <laughs> so most of the time, people are going to eat or they're going to the planetary. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, really, it's like, it's just down the street. You can right. walk everywhere, you know, really. So, right. um, no, I, I haven't had, I, you know, I have a couple of people that may come and, and never really, they could come from Cary and they come to Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. And then after I finish talking to them, it's, you know, they're not so overwhelmed. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the machines sometimes could be challenging for sure. the elder, mm-hmm. which I can understand that. But pretty much it has really, I can honestly say, gotten better okay. to the point that, you know, you know, I enjoy my job and I, I enjoy coming to work yeah. because it's less, it's, I don't know if the people have changed or it's just not as, you know, you know, it's not like people jump on you all the time. Yeah. You know, they're more kinder. That's um, great to hear. I guess maybe <laughs> they are more understanding of parking. I don't know. Yeah. But no, when people come in, you know, like I said, you either go to East Franklin or you go to West Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> and if you leave off West, but you go to Carver's, so it's just a straight shot. <laughs> right. I love it. You know, yeah, yeah. so and, you know. University is totally different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you be on the campus, but mm-hmm. I mean, when they come, it's, it's not, it's not yeah. a lot. So, so you say you have pretty positive interactions with people. If they're, now, it has yeah. gotten, it, honestly, I can say it has gotten better. Then yeah. I've gotten better as well to, you know, not, they was telling me years ago, it's not you, it's the uniform. But the thing mm. about it is I'm human. I have yeah. a heart. I have That's feelings. Right. That's right. So when you staggering me, I don't like that, you mm. know, but I just, I keep a positive attitude and smile you know and 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 nowadays and people you know we need that Mm -hmm. so i want to you to be able to come up to me and you look at me and i'm smiling and you i'm inviting to you Mm -hmm. and but it has i can honestly say because i've had some rough times on this job Mm -hmm. i've been here 27 years so i've had some rough times so that let you know (laughs) this so i hadn't always been in this spot but Mm -hmm. now it's just it's gotten better yeah. You know, and I really appreciate it. And then, like I said, people, and I can tell they're not from Chapel Hill, you know. Um, they're from all over. You know, yeah. I can tell by the walk, the talk, you know, even the, the way they drive. Mm-hmm. I know we don't drive like this, you know. We, you know, we polite. Well, where are you from? So it, it's, it's, it's been good. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. really been good. Well, I know that uh, knowing you and, and getting to know you over the years, um, 
I think if somebody, even if somebody's in a bad mood, walking up on your smiling face, <sighs> I think was going to change <laughs> their attitude. <laughs> yeah, I tried to. I did. Because I had, you know, it makes you, it's a reflection on yourself as well. Yeah. And dealing with the public is not easy. Mm. Everybody's not going to be nice. Everybody's not going to smile. Yeah. Um, I, and I try to just think, you know, you, you know, I've had incidents, well, you know, I've given out a citation unbeknownst to me doing my job. And mm-hmm. this one incident, it would always stand out to me. This guy, he was so upset and he was cursing. He was yelling at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need this. But I knew it wasn't me. Something else, yeah. you know, was going on. But, you know, he ended up talking to me. He was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, nowadays we have some the mental illness. Now we hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. And that was back then to me. You know what I mean? So sure. mental illness, mental illness, you just, you know, I guess you, however you deal with it or whatever's going on, it's still mental, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. I've been dealing with that for years. I have not dealt with, you know, it's worse, you know, with, I think lack there of medication, not what I see walking on the street, mm-hmm. which I'm heartfelt again because that's a human being. Yeah. And, you know, what I see is like, wow, I've never seen nothing like this. So it's totally different, but still even coming from the time I've been here up until now, just dealing with uh, people with personal issues. Yeah. We, I could give a ticket and I could stand there and talk. And sometimes by the time we finish talking, they feel better. Yeah. I may take the ticket back. You know, mm. I understand you had a rough day. It's going to be OK. And some customers have came back, which I have forgotten. You remember you did so and so? Like, no, ma'am. Or yes, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> but you really made my day, and that makes me feel good. Wow. And no one knows that, so yeah. it's not all bad. But I know how it make me feel. I can walk away, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I did make a difference. Not by you know just you know doing my job, but going beyond doing my job because why I care. And these are human beings. Right. So I've had people come back and tell me they appreciate me, thank me, you know, um, glad to see me. Um, some of the basketball players, um, Ivory Ladder, um, she, you know, she, Kenny Smith, cause they used to see in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh, you remember Ivory Ladder? Every time when she come, she always come home. You still here? You still here? I'm like, yeah, you know, she played for Carl. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. Well, anybody mess with you? I said, no, we good. Everybody going to the settings <laughs> to eat. And I feel good and I feel yeah. proud. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes me proud because I've seen these, you know, as kids coming in to play ball, you made it through school, and now you're playing pro, mm-hmm. and you, you remember the little parking lady. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it's me. You know, so I, I got yeah. a lot of great memories. So. That's great. And, it, and it's been fun. And like I said, just here, just seeing the town change, yeah. I've seen, I've had about like six supervisors. How many managers? One, two, three. I think like this is like the fourth maybe managed. So mm-hmm. I've seen a lot. Yeah. And because when I started here, it was Mr. Cal Horton, That's which right. I love. <laughs> you know, he's a great, great man. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just great people, you know, and, I, and I'm so proud. I can't stress that enough that this to be a representation for the town of Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, even though people say, oh, y'all, you know, Chapel Hill stuck up, this, well, whatever, we, we good, you know, <laughs> we okay. So I'm yeah. um, really proud of that. So. Uh-huh. You mentioned basketball. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we see, of course, there's, there's Halloween where we, we see a lot happen on Franklin Street, but then there's the basketball celebrations, too. Have you um, been called in to work any of those uh, games, too? And, and maybe it's preparations for it, where you don't have to be here in the middle of the night, but, you know, we've got to yeah. change special events. Yeah, special like events if they, um, you know, win, you know, playing championships. So, yeah, we yep. have to do that. We have to come prep. 
um, you know, close the street down at 6 o'clock, tow vehicles. And it, it's fun, it's challenging, it's exciting because, yeah. you know, we want Carolina to win. But, yeah, we do that. And football, you know, pretty oh, much. Yeah. We don't shut down the street, but football, you know, coming in and making sure people park where they need to park and, you know, just keep yeah. keep everything flowing. Mm -hmm. So um, and then we used to do the Fall Fest. That's right. You know, yeah. so um, we don't we don't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't think was Apple Chill here when I was. No, I think that was. I used to go to Apple Chill, but I wasn't working park. So that's been years ago. Yeah. So let's let you know. That's a People throwback. still ask about Apple yeah, Chill every Apple once Chill. in a while. It pops up. <laughs> yeah, when's so, Apple Chill happen? Yeah, no more. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So I'm just, <laughs> I don't went back again. But uh, yeah, yeah, but Fall Fest we used to, so we don't. So mm -hmm. um, and of course we do. You know, with funerals, you know, mm -hmm. block off spaces, yeah. um, you know, to make sure, you know, we accommodate everybody yeah. that's going to these services and any other special events that they need us. Um, you know, we're here right. and and that, that's good because we used to do parks and rec. I used to do parks and rec a lot mm -hmm. when we did the um, town employees appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have our hands in, in a lot that, you know, with the parking and keeping the town safe and. Yeah. You know, making sure everybody get what they need to get, you know, so. Yeah. What do you do with Chapel Carver City Schools? Um, I'm the crossing guard. Yeah. So Is that a sp specific school you're doing? Yeah, right now I'm at Chapel Hill High. Okay. So, you know, those big kids. Yeah. Then when I leave there, I go to the elementary, Morris Grove, and mm -hmm. I do the after school. So, which is good. It's challenging. I have a lot of little friends now. <laughs> Miss um, Vanessa, you know, they have their own, their personalities. It's so you know, funny to see, you yeah. know, that it's developing, right. you know. So they, I think they like third graders, some of them fourth graders, some fifth graders. Yeah. So not, I haven't been there that long, but I like it, yeah. you know. And it takes it takes away when you're dealing with adults and then with kids. Of course, you you know, it just, it's totally different. Yeah. And it's more innocent and it's more fun, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, right. and you can teach them, yeah. you know, grown folks can't, you know, we are, they already who they are. <laughs> So when I get there, I'm glad to see the little people, to be honest. So, uh, so I, well, talk, I, I'm enjoying it. One thing I like to ask um, at the end here to wrap things up is um, you've done your job. You've walked who knows how many miles that you've walked. And at the end of the day, you want to wind down. You want to unplug. What are some of the things you like to do that lets you just step back from it, unplug, reset yourself? Music. Oh. That's my first love. Mm -hmm. I love music. Music takes me uh, to a place that it just it feels good. So I'm <clears throat> I like old school, um, and it just it my memories is it just it, it takes me to a happy place. Mm -hmm. So wake up to music, listen to music all day, go to sleep with music. I have to have it. Yeah. I should have been a DJ. I've got older now. You know, I'm like, that's what you should have been doing. Because, you know, you think, that's it. Well, you need to talk to Tim Thorpe, who was on our podcast. I love he, it. He, uh, he's at Transit, and he started, he's DJing now on the side. So I'm going to connect you yes, to I, that's, and, and I should because I love it. it. That's great. That's it. My music, if I have music, if I have, like, um, meditation, yeah. I like the sound of water. Mm -hmm. So... I do that a lot, you mm -hmm. know, just, just to hear it. And it, yeah. just, it calms me, it soothes me. Yeah. It takes me to a place of just, you know, tranquility. Mm -hmm. I relax. Mm -hmm. And like I said, music <clears throat> is a story. Mm -hmm. So whatever I play, is, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. listening to that story. Mm -hmm. I'm part of that story. So I remember one of my, I playing music, and my neighbors would hear my music, and he would say, oh, Miss Vanessa, 
well, who made you mad? Or, oh, Miss Vanessa, are you sad? Or are you happy that, but he was listening to, you know, what I was playing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm okay, but just whatever story I feel like telling or whatever I feel like hearing or what memories I want, that's my go-to. So whatever I'm doing, if I have music, I'm fine. Whether I'm exercising, whether I'm cooking, it doesn't matter. It just it really does something to my soul and spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and even when I'm at work and I'm in my car and I'm driving, I may, you know, not have, but if I have, you know, that music playing, it just, it, it soothes me. It yeah. really, it calms me. So I'm glad you mentioned cooking because, uh, oh, a little birdie told me, um, <laughs> that you got into some cooking. So I, I, I had, um, I forgot to, to mark this it's down okay. as something I want to ask you. So tell me about cooking. It sounds like you really got into that passion. Yes. I, my, from my mom and my grandma yeah. and my aunt. Okay. So growing up again, they was always cooking and I was in the kitchen and I was eating and I <clears throat> was a foodie then, didn't know what a foodie was, mm-hmm. but I love food and it's just a passion. And, and when I cook, and I see people face and I love it, they smile. Mm-hmm. And it makes me happy because I'm happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do. I like to cook. I don't cook as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but my cooking is how I feel and what I want to feel. I can say, well, I want to make this and I want you to taste this ran. Yeah. But what I'm doing, you know, I like to experiment with, with flavors. I never mm-hmm. went to culinary school. Mm-hmm. I'm just taking from what I remember from my grandma, like her grits, um, you know, mm. putting a little twist on it or mm-hmm. fried chicken or fish or whatever. But it's just, I just, I like it. Yeah. And it makes, it, it soothes me. It makes me feel good. And now I get excited. It's like I'm doing art. Can't oh, wait yeah. till I finish. And like, you know, I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me, you know, how yeah. you feel. So, yeah. Is so. it, do you do a lot of savory food, it sounds like? Do you do, you do baking too? What do or I you? do? No, I don't really bake. I'm not a baker. Uh-huh. I do, um, well, like during COVID, I had started my little sandwich um, business. Cool. So, because I was like, God, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. what do I want? What is my passion? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what is, what, what is my purpose? What is my passion? Mm-hmm. And I like sandwiches. And, you know, my sister, oh, this is so good. You need this. And, you know, people tell you, you need to do this. So <laughs> I stepped out on faith. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. They took off. Oh, that's And awesome. I was like, wow. Yeah. So it was just me putting flavors together and experimenting and making it my own. That makes sense? Yeah. Absolutely. So it came together yeah. and I and I passed them around and yeah. like, yeah, I, I would get this. And that's how that kind of took off. But now that I'm working, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, have the time because the weekends is my weekend. I like the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. I like flea markets. Yeah. I like exhibits. I like concerts. So mm-hmm. I'm not really doing it anymore but yeah. i was doing it and it it took off good those cool. was uh nessie sandwiches that was the you know nessie's cafe that was that's the name of my business nessie's so cafe. but it was uh really good so it's it's not like hearty hearty food this mm-hmm. is more or less i'm a i like finger food i oh, like yeah. light and airy mm-hmm. flavor and you can still get up and move and it don't weigh you down yeah so that's what i was kind of experimenting during the time we was out you know yeah. um and just putting flavors together, vegetables, and mm-hmm. you know. So, do you think uh, you think that's something you would pick up again? You know, Maybe. retirement or when yeah. you're done with this stage <laughs> in life or whatever. I don't know. I've been thinking about what do I want to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know music. Yes. Um, and it is now to do food. It is. It's, it, it's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I don't know if I want that hustle and bustle. Um, and I was doing it then, and it was you know that's all I had to do. Right. So I'm still trying to 
find it what I want to do. I know yeah. I want to. I can tell you about my dress attire, flip-flop shorts and T-shirts all the time. <laughs> no more uniform. <laughs> that's how I want to dress all the time. So that's carefree. I'm I feeling free. Right. Being around water. Mm. Um, <clears throat> just, you know, I, I know that's where I, I want to, to be at. Right. Um, and like I said, it can be dealing with music. I do mm-hmm. know that. Um, so I don't know about the, you know. Well, you, you're painting a beautiful picture here. I can so, see it. I can see it. So, <laughs> see you in a kitchen. The music's on. Yeah. But also, you know, from just outside, maybe a screen door. It's a beautiful spring or fall day. You got the windows open. And just outside the screen door, you can hear that creak. Yes. Just trickling, too. Yes. And you're whipping up some light yes. sandwiches full of flavor. <laughs> And you've got your music playing. I, that sounds like a great place to it be. It is. And that's where I want to be. That's how yeah. I want to be. Just carefree. Yeah. And and I love animals, so. I oh. love birds. Yeah. I love squirrels. Um, I love nature. So we'll add so. that to the soundtrack, too. There's birds yeah. chirping. There's squirrels <laughs> chittering. You've got the creek, uh, yeah, you know, the water babbling. Right, yeah. And you've got your music yeah. on. You might hear, you know, maybe there's some crackling from the stove yeah. or something as you're putting some flavors yeah, together. Yes. Oh, and some good music great. in the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, just, I like simplicity, yeah. you know, and easy, mm-hmm. you know, just easy like Sunday morning. Just because I just feel like that's the way it should be. Right. You know, I don't think we have to have all this. just my mind. I have yeah. all this hustle and bustle. Yeah. So <clears throat> I like carefree. Mm-hmm. And even down to clothing, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like carefree. Yeah. You know, just easy. <clears throat> and you move move better mm-hmm. you know um and that's just that's my head it's my my truth um and i don't want to call it a fantasy because it can happen Absolutely. you know so i am you know thinking about that you know like i say i don't have no i don't know what i'm gonna do when i retire but that's if i can live like that i'd be cool that, you know yeah because i used to tell my mom i wanted to be a uh, a, a hobo unbeknown to me on the train, mm. what a hobo was. Yeah. But I used to say, I want to go. But <clears throat> now that I realize, I'm like, okay, I always wanted to be carefree and just go wherever it takes me yeah. kind of thing. And right. she used to say, well, go ahead on. That's what you want to do. <laughs> you can get stuff you want to go. I'm, like, I'm going to be a hobo <laughs> on the train. So, and, and, you know, I was a little girl. But I yeah. just, and when I think about it, I was like, that's probably what it meant to me to mm. just ride, yeah. you know, and just be carefree, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I just, that's soothing to me. Wow. So. But I'm, uh, that's amazing. Thank yeah. you for telling your story. Um, thank you for what you do in Chapel Hill and for Chapel Hill. I think it, it's You're really welcome. neat. Um, you, you put a, a really great perspective on uh, on that service that the town provides, yeah. which is parking and, um, and and helping the community. But um, I, I, again, I'm going to, if I'm having a rough day, I think I'm going to think of Nessie's Cafe that's, oh sitting, that's yeah. sitting on that side of the creek and, yeah. and all the sounds and, and smells that are it coming t- it'll out It'll take that. you away. It, 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 ah, it would, it would really put you, it, I think it puts you where we really belong. Yeah. It's just me. I think yeah. we, you know, in that, that world. I love it. You know, so. That's great. That's Thank you word. so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Town Talk, the podcast is a presentation of the town of Chapel Hill. The hosts are Rand Northam, Christina Strauch, and Alex Carrasquillo. Music for this episode is House Rules by Tree City from the Tracks Music Library. Find us online, townofchapelhill.org.